Hey everybody, Kurt Schlicker here for the Town Hall VIP podcast. It's called Unredacted. That's because there's no redacting here. I am uh, on the move, shaking things up, kicking it old school. It is a uh, it is a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and uh, you'll occasionally hear cars going by because I'm I am outside. I am not in a studio, so you're getting uh, you're getting Kurt Schlicker live and uncut unredacted as it were so uh stay tuned well i uh i made a mistake folks now i know that you guys all uh watch my stream of purchase in this video for you vip members every friday where i basically sit down and scream at the camera for 10 minutes well last last time i uh i was screaming at the camera about potential democrat candidates because there had been a mini boomlet for Hillary Clinton. Yes, you 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 heard me right. Hillary Clinton too, electric boogaloo. So uh, and uh, I dismissed her candidacy as unviable. Uh, 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 I think that's the best way to put it. So anyway, uh, I missed something important. I missed something that was uh, very very key. And that I should have talked about. I talked about Pete Buttigieg. I talked about Kamala Harris. I, I talked about a variety of other uh, people of various levels of being nobodies. But I did not talk about um, the, uh, the donkey in the room. Because, see, if it was an elephant, it would be Republican. I didn't talk about Michelle Obama. Let's. Uh, Let's explore that, shall we, briefly, because uh, I was reminded of it by uh, by someone. And he said, well, yeah, you didn't talk about Michelle Obama, and I went, Ugh! and made this horrible noise, because I was in, like, physical pain thinking about it. Uh, she's terrible and hates us. You need to understand, she does, she does not like America or Americans. She is an angry, bitter woman who has found great success and is entirely ungrateful. Um, she is angry. She is unaccomplished. She's not, she's not genius. Um, but uh, all those things add up to uh, Democrats liking her. Could she run? Could she be the one? I, I, think, uh, I think if she ran, I think there's a chance she would get the nomination. I think there's a huge chance. I mean, you got the old whole Obama machine, which is essentially busy propping up uh, Biden right now. And uh, Democrats are idiots. And they think uh, she could probably get elected because, you know, she's out there dancing with uh, Oprah or who is it, Ellen? You know, being with Oprah, doing all those things. She thinks, you know, that she really appeals to kind of the Chipotle uh, swilling uh, Chardonnay set of frigid suburban wine women. Um, I'm not sure that she actually could win a, prime, a, a general because she's, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think people are going to be uh, ready for a serious candidate to fix problems. And we got a lot of problems. And her whole campaign is going to have to be defending the problems. Problems caused by her pal Joe Biden, who Barack Obama thinks is an idiot. We all know that. Uh, 
proving once again that Barack Obama is not a stupid guy. So, will she run? I don't think so. I don't think the Obamas actually like doing things, you know? I think they like being things. What do I mean by that? I think they like their roles. I think Barack Obama liked being president. I don't think he liked doing the job of president. I think he likes being an ex-president, you know, hey, I'm going to go out and uh, get on Steve Jobs' yacht, Leonardo DiCaprio. That sounds like fun. But, I mean, what else has he done? He's barely even participated in politics. Yeah, he, uh, he lends his team to Biden to screw things up. But uh, I, I kind of think he expected Biden to screw things up. And I kind of think he's probably not that thrilled about having uh, his uh, eight years associated with this guy's four years of uh, fanatical onanism. I think they, uh, the, the Obamas, are going to be perfectly happy not being accountable. That is, not being an actual politician. What does she get out of it? She never seemed like a really power-hungry person. I think she liked position celebrity. I don't think she was driven for power like Hillary Clinton is, because Hillary Clinton has a giant empty spot inside her that uh, you know Bill Clinton didn't fill up, and uh, you know, take that in whatever way you want. But uh, uh, I think she wants power because I think she wants to take vengeance on all the people she hates, which include us and Bill Clinton, by the way. Uh, the way she treated him during the uh, 2016 election, I mean, they completely sidelined him. He's probably the smartest Democrat there is. And they basically treated him like a uh, afterthought. Like a clown. And uh, they didn't listen to him, and they lost. But, uh, no, I, I think she's a very angry woman. I think Michelle Obama's angry, but instead of... Uh, going to seek out vengeance by giving up, you know, three years of her life to campaign and then four years to actually rule. I don't think she's interested. I think she wants to enjoy herself. You know, she's, what, 58? She'd be going until she's 66, maybe 70 if she had two terms. I just don't think she's interested in doing it. I think the Obamas like the stardom. I don't think they like doing things that are, you know, hard. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. That's kind of what I think. But, uh, you know, I could be wrong. So there, I've now addressed the Will Michelle Obama run and my, uh, my most uh, likely course of action is, or her most likely course of action is that she will not run. She will simply continue to be a rich, frivolous twit, uh, hanging out with her pals, you know, oh, cool, Emma Stone is here, yay! So, Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly's a good friend of mine. Uh, was a Marine, did to her in uh, Iraq. He, uh, he uh, is now a very popular radio host, frequent uh, guest on Tucker Carlson. And he was just on Tucker Carlson the other day doing his unique Jesse Kelly thing 
uh, about our military. And we've had some real problems with our military. One of them that he put his finger on uh, is kind of a hot button. That is uh, women in combat. Now, Jesse's position is that uh, women have no business being in frontline combat. They have no business being on deployed ships. Now, I have uh, uh, served with women in uh, uh, combat zones. Uh, I worked for them. I worked with them. I led them. It, what Jesse's saying, you need to understand, is not a talk on women. It's not a question of heart. It's a question of biology. Okay? I'm going to throw something out here that would probably get me fired from any uh, college professorship that I might have. And in fact, I did have one. I was an assistant professor at the University of Maryland, of uh, an adjunct uh, of the uh, University of Maryland, who taught uh, business courses in, uh, well, on deployment for disorders and diplomas. Anyway, I, I would be fired because. Men and women are different. Now, now sit down, calm yourself. I know this stands against everything you've been told. There are no men. There are no women. We know that. That's biology. There's this weird neutered construct uh, that has mostly traditionally women, female values, uh, and that's what uh, that's what men and women are. They're, they're, they're no different at all from each other, we've been told. Now, sadly, our friend science thinks differently. Our friend science and our other friend culture teach us that, in fact, men and women are very, very different. Let's, let's talk about those differences, shall we? Because there's some stupid people out there who don't seem to realize it. Uh, Army guys carry around 100 pounds with them. You know, you got your rifle, you got your ammo, you got your uh, Kevlar vest, you got uh, equipment, you got radio, you got other stuff. You're carrying about 100 pounds of stuff. If you are five foot two and 98 pounds, you're probably going to have trouble carrying 800 pounds. Also, if your bones are not as thick, if your muscle mass is not as great, you're going to have trouble. Now, the military for reasons that I find absolutely baffling. Actually, I don't find it baffling. I know exactly why they did it. Has decided to pretend that biology is not real. Okay? They have decided to let women into uh, frontline combat units. So you have the infantry officer woman, who's now a platoon leader, or in an infantry platoon. And you, uh, you have them on ships. There's another biological thing, too. Most males... Um, are cisgender and straight and want to have sex with females. When you have females around, you are going to have competition among the men for the females. And uh, understand that sometimes the females seem to like the attention. Now, you're, you're told that they are all serious people who are there to do their country's business. And I, I, I think there's an element of that. They're also human beings, particularly young human beings just bursting with hormones and nubility. They are fecund. They are impregnatable. And they do get pregnant in massive numbers. And in fact, I uh, actually wrote a report on that to my commanding general, gosh, 35 years ago when I was in Germany, 33 years ago. 
where I was like, you know, like 8% of our people are getting pregnant. Actually, I think it's high. And uh, the response was, yeah, don't want to be called sexist by pointing out that women get pregnant. And, of course, when they get pregnant, they are not deployable, so they are out. So if every woman is vitally important to contribute to our military, and yet they are you know, frequently out of our military, non-deployable because of their uh, uh, pregnancy status, you would think that's a promise. See, see you're, you're vital and you've got to be there, but, okay, we can give you up. I don't mm. It all sounds like bullshit designed to uh, fulfill not the, the goals of military readiness, but somebody else's vision of what it means to be a socially just military institution. And, of course, just this week, the Air Force was putting out a, uh, a contest for its new diversity symbol. There, you, you, you get to choose, right? That's the symbol of our diversity, inclusion, and equity program, which uh, the, the acronym is D-I-E, DIE, which is absolutely correct, because people will die from this bullshit. The, uh, the choices are a rainbow of Air Force people in various colors. Or a rainbow B-52. I'm not kidding. Uh, fast forward to China, where they just uh, they just released their biggest budgeted movie ever. It's breaking box office records. It's called like the Battle of Lake Kanju or something. Whatever that lake is, we know it better as the Chosin Reservoir. Remember, in uh, in late 1950, the Chinese intervened in North Korea. We, they, North Korea advanced South Korea. We pushed them all the way back up, up the peninsula. And uh, we were heading towards the Chinese border. And uh, Chairman Mao intervened, sent in hundreds of thousands of Chinese, and we got hit largely by surprise. Battle of Chosin Reservoir was a fighting retreat. It was not a great victory for us. We, we, retreated. we killed a lot of them. Holy shit, did we kill a lot of them. So they made a movie about this from their side. Guess who the heroes are? It's not us. Guess what the audience does? It freaking goes nuts cheering. In China, they are cheering the death of their enemies. In America, we are arguing about what rainbow sign to use. It's um, staggering. It is shocking. And it demonstrates the essential lack of seriousness the American military leadership currently has. If the Chinese are smart, and unfortunately they're very, very smart, uh, they would uh, grab Taiwan now. uh, Because I don't think there's a goddamn thing we can do about it. I really don't. I think they... I I, I think that they've... uh, uh, I think they're having trouble believing we're as aid up as we really are. I think they're going, no, no, no. The Americans are, like, pulling this giant elaborate scam to make, them, make themselves seem less effective than they are with all this diversity, trans awareness, social justice bullshit. It's a giant trap. Except it's not. It's not. 
our military really is more concerned with social justice and fighting. It really is more concerned with uh, climate change and uh, fighting the Chinese. These are all true. And uh, I don't think our enemies can believe it. I think the only thing that right now is saving us from getting a ass-kicking um, of the ages is the fact that uh, the Chinese cannot believe that the United States is actually stupid enough to be doing this shit. Guys, I got some bad news for you. America is stupid enough to be doing this shit. Uh, it doesn't make me happy. It makes me kind of sad. But it's a fact. America is no longer a military superpower. Uh, it is a military power. It is a pure competitor uh, with countries that we should be able to uh, overcome. And it is declining. And it's only going to get worse. You, you think Biden's going to do anything about Biden? It's a fucking moron. It was a moron before he became senile. Senile plus moron equals Biden. So, no, this is good. So anyway, uh, Jesse Kelly goes on Tucker Carlson, says all this stuff. Uh, it goes on Twitter, and the attacks begin. Uh... First of all, Jesse doesn't know anything because he was an E-4. So I think that's Lance Corporal in uh, Marine speak. Um, well, I was a colonel. Maybe I know something then under your standards. Here's what I know. If I want to know what the fuck's going on in my unit, I go find an E-4. Okay? That's who, you know, that's the guy I go to. Hey, hey specialist, come over here in the Army. Specialist, specialist, come over here. What the fuck's going on? Well, sir, let me tell you. Okay? <laughs> Uh, he did do one tour in the Marines. Yes. Of course, that's not enough for the uh, uh, Audie Murphys of the left. No, I did one tour. Well, I did, uh, I did two. That's not enough either. Okay. All right. You know, I, 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 apparently there's a set of rules out there uh, for uh, rhetorical Calvin Ball that uh, I, have, uh, I have not been made privy to. But apparently, you know, fighting in Iraq isn't isn't enough for these guys. So that's what Jesse did. Um, yeah. So uh, Jesse's also a sexist and a bad person. Um, but you know, are you a sexist when you're really saying something that's painfully obvious and demonstrably true? My vote? No, you're you're not. You're not a sexist. You are a truth teller. You are honest. And, of course, honesty is the one thing they cannot tolerate because everything liberal is built on lies. You can take that down, get out your notepad, write it up. Everything liberals say is a lie. And they were going to convince you that either it's not a lie or it doesn't matter that it's a lie because the person who's pointing out the truth is a bad person. It's the oldest game in the world. So Jesse Kelly has no right to talk about the problems with women in the military because, yeah, he was in the military, and, yeah, he saw him firsthand, but shut up, you're racist. That's that's basically it. So there you go. Uh, the, the, the actual fact is Jesse Kelly's entirely right. And uh, I only hope that uh, we uh, 
we can get a serious military going. Uh, I, I, I would like to think that in 2022, when we will take the House and almost certainly take the Senate back, that we can uh, that we can break their will a little bit in the military, force them uh, through oversight to do stuff. But I, I don't think so, because here's here's a giant problem. Uh, an E4 like Jesse does not have this problem. A 06 like me, I don't have this problem. But a lot of people in Congress are like really impressed by generals. Don't be impressed by generals. There are some generals who are impressive. They are not impressive because they are generals. They have to be generals who are impressive for other reasons. But these guys show up and they've got their fruit salad on. They've got an aide behind them where they continue their ribbons. Um, and, uh, you know, one of these guys done. When are we going to see a general get up there and testify about how he won a war? Spoiler, there aren't any. Okay, last war he won was one I was in. Desert Storm. He sort of won the Kosovo thing. I guess that was not really a full spectrum conflict, but uh, like uh, Desert Storm was. But uh, after that, our track record is distinctly, uh, distinctly not great. So I gotta tell you, I'm a little depressed. But Christmas is coming up. A reflection of our uh, our Lord's gift, our Savior to us. That's nice. I'm down for that. I turned 57 on Friday, so I will be uh, I will be doing that. Oh, lots of uh, I, I love the Christmas season, but uh, you know, it's uh, I, I hope I hope we're in one piece for next Christmas. Let me just put it that way. I hope we are in one piece. So anyway, that is uh, my unredacted. I want you to read my column every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Of course, stream of consciousness every uh, Friday. No, it's Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, stream of consciousness is Friday. If, uh, if you are uh, looking for a gift, go get the uh, Kelly Turnbull series of conservative action novels for uh, the right winger in your family. They are uh, available on Amazon. If you want signed copies, you get my super secret email address, send me that, and I'll uh, tell you how you can get signed copies for folks. I got these huge stacks of books because I keep selling them out, so I buy more. So I got stacks of books in the house, and Arena's getting really pissed because it's, you know, kind of screwing up her decor. So have a great Christmas, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>